Quint. And this is Take Back Your Country. One journalist led his column this week about net zero emissions. The train has left the station. The train has left the station. The message was, there's no point anymore in debating the question whether we should have net zero emissions. It was all signed, sealed and settled and it was only a matter of getting the politicians to agree to it. This is wrong, completely wrong. The train may have left the station, but Australia, Australians have not endorsed net zero emissions. In fact, they went to the last election voting for the politician who told them he wasn't going to deliver that. And when it comes to net zero emissions, it means that we're forgetting what Professor Ian Plymer, who knows more about uh, emissions than most people have forgotten, Professor Ian Plymer says that the doctrine, the theory of global warming, of man-made global warming, which is now called climate change because the planet wasn't warming, Ian Plymer says this is the greatest fraud ever perpetrated on science. The greatest fraud ever perpetrated. Forget also Yun Arima, who's the talented Japanese negotiator in relation to all of these climate change conferences. He says that net zero emissions will impoverish us impoverished Japan and all Western countries, including Australia, and it will enrich Beijing. It will enrich, he didn't call them this, but this is what they are. He will enrich the genocidal thugs, the billionaires who run communist China. It'll impoverish us and it'll enrich Beijing. And this is what Morrison is doing. Mr. Morrison, the prime minister, went to the election, the 2019 election, denouncing Labour for its policy of net zero emissions. Now he proposes to deliver a bipartisan policy of net zero emissions to the Glasgow conference. What he is proposing is a sellout to Beijing. Now, the politicians in Australia have long been used to selling out to the communist Chinese, but this will really top it all off. The problem is, or one of the many problems, is that when a media pack forms, and they all start agreeing with one another, all rational debate goes out of the window. They did this, for example, in Britain, when Chamberlain flew to Munich for the Munich conference to appease Hitler, the media was behind him. They all agreed. The media in Australia supported that. The media was also involved in a number of plots to change the Australian government. The media came together. They plotted for Rudd to replace Howard. And what a disaster that was. They plotted for Turnbull to replace Abbott. And what a disaster that was too. And they plotted for anyone to replace Trump. And that too has been a disaster. This nonsense about net zero emissions and the sort of uh, 
palaver that the politicians go on with all sorts of green jobs is never delivered. Boris Johnson, who seems to be the, the chief architect at the moment because of the Glasgow Conference of Net Zero Emissions, he found that all of the green jobs, which his government and previous governments predicted would flow from the hideous wind farms off Scotland, haven't stayed in the United Kingdom. They've all gone to China because communist China has slave labor, they have cheaper labor, and that's one great advantage that they have. The other great advantage they have in producing the solar screens and in producing the wind turbines, in producing all that, and in everything else in relation to industry, they have two great comparative advantages. Firstly, they want slave labor, and they've got a Workers in China have absolutely no protection. And the other great comparative advantage is that they have cheap energy, cheap energy which is produced especially by Australian coal. This is the nonsense that the politicians go on with, the sort of nonsense that Boris Johnson went on with. And there's one thing, whatever the politicians say, and whatever the carpetbagger businessmen who are going to make a lot of money, much more money out of renewables than they do about legitimate business. All of them talk about global warming or now, as they call it, climate change. They all support zero emissions, but no politician, no commentator in the newspapers and on television, and no carpetbagger businessman actually believes in this, because if they actually believed in this, they would all have the tiniest of carbon footprints. They have massive carbon footprints, many times that of an ordinary Australian. The chief envoy, the envoy of President Biden, John Kerry, has an enormous carbon footprint, much of which comes from the use of his private jet flying between his mansions in the United States. When Mr. Turnbull goes to Glasgow, he will go in Twiggy Forest's new plane, cost close to $100 million. And the footprint just from that flight on a private jet to Glasgow would be enormous. I would say that nobody who actually believes in zero net emissions net zero emissions, as they put it, nobody who actually believes in that would have such enormous carbon footprints. And the fact is that neither Beijing, nor Moscow, nor Delhi would be so stupid to as engage to actually adopt net zero emissions. They may say they're going to, but they will not do it. They will become richer, particularly the Chinese, we will become poorer, and they will be laughing all the way to the bank. Why is it that our politicians want to commit this enormous sellout of Australia because of net zero emissions? That's why Australians have to take back your country. Mm -hmm.